It's no secret around here that the end of the calendar year has some of our most important events at home and at school. Today on Happier Music Teacher, tips to finish 2023 strong at home and at school. Hi, and welcome to Happier Music Teacher. Are you a music teacher who has no time, no voice, and you kind of need to pee? I'm Beth Duhon. I'm a Christian, wife, mother, musician, and former stressed hot mess music teacher. I've been there. Join me every week as we work on easy micro actions so that you can be a happier music teacher. I love to meet listeners and Facebook group members in person. Here are two opportunities to meet you in the spring. I'll be presenting at TMEA, Better Boundaries for Private Lessons Teachers. Those dates are February 7th through February 10th. I'll let you know more when I know my exact date and time. And also at the OAKE National Conference, March 14th through March 17th. It's Oak's 50th anniversary, and it's going to be in Chicago. I'm a native Illinoisan. I can't wait. See you there. Today's Mindset Minute focuses on a single word. Triage might not be the word that you expected. My original one, to be completely transparent, was contentment. And I could probably blather on for a little bit about contentment, and it would be true, and it would be helpful. But where my mind and my heart are right now as a music teacher in November, almost a Thanksgiving break, is triage. When there are so many things that need to be done, and for lack of a better term, so many things that are broken and bleeding, it really is important to think, what needs my attention first and most? And it's also really tempting to do some fancy procrastination just to make yourself feel a little bit better. This afternoon, I literally found myself putting in all the faculty meetings for the year in my calendar because, you know, I don't want to forget a faculty meeting. I am not in very much danger of forgetting a faculty meeting, but I'm very much in danger of not being okay for this Thursday's performance. So as you go through this, without the panicky part, but very just precise and surgical, think about how you're going to triage what needs it most what the deadlines look like, sit and get organized so you can triage everything you need for your program through the end of the school year. This week's verse of the day, John 14.1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Business people see the last quarter of the year in a fiscal sense. Music teachers see the last quarter of the calendar year in a panicky sense. Here are seven tips to finish 2023 strong at home and at school. Number one, and you know I'm a calendar nut, is put events through the end of the year into your personal and home calendar. It doesn't matter to me if you're digital, analog, if you keep one of those bullet journals. The important one is the one that you'll use. And then finally, review these calendars. That's where the real magic is, because if just being on the calendar has no special significance at all. So one of the ways that I like to do this is during my quiet time in the morning, usually I'll post to my Facebook group, I'll look at my Facebook memories, I will read my Bible, I'll have my coffee, and then every once in a while, when it strikes me, every few weeks or so, I will go ahead and review the next six weeks out on my calendar, just so I can know what's coming up, what might have caught me by surprise so I can feel more in control of it. To me, since we're one person, one unified person, I don't have a home calendar and a school calendar. 
I have an everything calendar and it lives on my phone because it's always with me. But once again, the important calendar is the one that you feel comfortable with and the one that you'll use. Number two is an acronym that's always stuck with me since Sunday school as a teenager. I think they were probably referring to Esau when he sold his birthright for a bowl of soup. And the acronym is HALT. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Have you ever heard a more accurate description for a music teacher in the last quarter of the year than that? So on your personal level, be proactive, check your meters. Don't let yourself get too hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. When you feel like you're hungry, step in there and get a snack. When you're irrationally angry about something that really doesn't matter or is little, or you find yourself not responding to a student the way you'd like to, give yourself a breather, hand off to a partner teacher, pop in a video for a minute, whatever you need to do to get your emotional level. You don't want to do anything that you don't feel good about. Lonely, and we talk about this a lot, and I hear it a lot in Facebook groups, is it can be a little bit lonely um, as a music teacher, especially if you're the only person on your campus. So intentionally reach out to people um, in your work life and your home life. They will commiserate with you. They will make you feel better. They will encourage you. You do not have to be a lone wolf. And finally, tired. Hello. Um, you might just be more than a little bit tired as you enter this part of the year. So it's important to take a chance to not work. You know I preach that all the time. But also just to get some good, genuine rest. Halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired, not where you want to be. Number three, and just to show you how randomly my mind works, is buy one holiday outfit that you feel fantastic in all the way to your accessories and your shoes. There is bound to be an event or two this holiday season. I don't think, in my way of thinking, that you need something unique and new and different for every single event. But I do think you need at least one that you feel like a million bucks in. And you don't want to be, you've all been there, you're running to the convenience store to get the right pair of tights or hose to go with the outfit. Or you're scrounging your jewelry box and you're already 10 minutes late to find something. So go ahead and take a minute now before things get officially out of control and figure out all the moving parts for that holiday outfit that you feel good in. And like I said, to my way of thinking, you can wear that puppy out for every single occasion. Number four, while you're kind of in that calendar mindset, I want you to pencil in the must-dos of the season because those are really the important things. Now, do touch base with your family and make sure the must-dos are the actual must-dos, or maybe this is your own personal list. But if it is not Thanksgiving for you unless you have had a certain dessert, go ahead and plan that. Make that happen. Don't look up and let it be January 3rd and you haven't done some of the things that really make the holidays most enjoyable for you. Or if there's a tradition that's really meaningful to you and your kids, protect that and protect that time. Otherwise, it might get eaten up uh, with lesson plans and concert preparation and stress and vegging out, scrolling your phone in front of the TV when there's something else that would really feel a lot more rich and rewarding. Number five is tighten up your eating. Now, if any of my people back home saw me this weekend, they knew my eating was anything but tight. But seven weeks is a long time to eat garbage. And you will feel gar like garbage if you consume a lot of garbage over time. So it doesn't mean you have to just have this um, Spartan lifestyle for seven weeks or you start CrossFit and the Daniel Fast and, and, and. But really consider maybe trade-offs. If you have that glass of wine, Maybe you choose not to have dessert. Uh, if you have an extravagant breakfast, you might decide to scale back a little bit at your noon meal. Think about all of that so that you're eating to feel good. And then a treat is just that, a true treat. Okay, back to the land of school. Go ahead, number five, 
no, number six, just kidding. Sketch out your lesson plans all the way through break. For a lot of us, we are not doing our most intense lesson plans during this time anyway. It's more concert heavy, but it's going to be one less thing to have in your mail to-do list if you go ahead and figure out your lesson plans for a while. Like I said, lightly sketching, lightly thinking. This will force you to sit down with that school calendar and find out, okay, how many more meetings do I really have before that Christmas concert? And how much more rep could I really fit in? It's just going to give you a chance to get super realistic with yourself. Now, think about this as a pencil situation, not a pen, or hold these plans loosely because you know that during this time, it's very highly likely that there's going to be a spelling bee that you didn't know about, or there's going to be any number of things that could happen, right? Your student's illness, your illness, a snow day. I live in Texas, probably not a snow day, um, but something that might break up that perfect stretch. But at least having this sketched out, instead of feeling like you're reinventing the wheel every week, you can sit down, fill in those sketches, and feel good about what you're teaching through the end of break. This final tip is find as many things as you can that will do double duty at home and at school. So if you are doing concert rep, you do not have to have completely unique rep for every single event in the Christmas season. To my way of thinking, you don't need completely unique rep from year to year. In fact, there are some things that people just love the familiarity of. Uh, there's a reason that people sing Silent Night by Candlelight forever. It's an emotional thing for them, and it's probably the easiest thing that the service is preparing for. So to my way of thinking, it is absolutely okay even essential to haul out some of the same pieces with tweaks for your holiday events or to have a traditional one that you do at the close of a concert every year. Um, I remember one of my gigs, gosh, 20 years ago, this group, this chorale, always sang the same song at the end, and it was really meaningful for them. So it's not just a shortcut, it's a smart cut, and it actually has a lot of significance and meaning. At this time of year, cozy and familiar are okay. To wrap it up, here are those seven tips to finish 2023 strong at home and at school. The first is to calendar, home and school, and then review them. The best calendar doesn't make any difference if you don't look at it. Keep in mind that HALT acronym. We don't want you to be hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, and it's much better to be proactive so you don't get there than to recover after you're already there. Buy that one holiday outfit that makes you feel like a million bucks, all the way down to the accessories and shoes. Pencil in the must-dos of the season and do any coordination that you need to with your family and friends. Tighten up your eating. You don't have to go crazy, but if you go off the rails, you're going to be filled with a lot of regret come January 1st. Sketch out your lesson plans through the break. Just get your mind wrapped around that lightly. And then finally, double duty for everything. Repertoire, food, gifts. It is completely okay to do the same gift for all your neighbors or to do repertoire that works for lots of different ways. Um, think that through, what is a way that you can be super efficient with your limited time and energy? If you're a newer podcast listener to Happier Music Teacher, welcome. Here are a few things you might be able to do to support the podcast. The first is join the Happier Music Teachers Facebook group. That group is a source of joy for me and I post in it daily. The second thing you might consider is leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And the third is purchasing Happier Music Teacher, currently on F-flat Books and soon to come on Amazon.
Thank you for listening to the Happier Music Teacher. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and tell a friend.